Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 350. That's right, episode 350. It is Tuesday, December 19th, 2023. I am your host, Victor Omoyo. And with me, as always, is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? That's right. Uh, we're back uh, once again, um, just just in time for the holiday season. Um, you know, uh, the holiday uh, break is here, winter break, Christmas, all that jazz. Um, New Year, the new year uh, is, is on the horizon. Uh, yeah, man, we just want to, you know, say once again, uh, thank, a big thank you to all of you, the listeners and viewers of our show. Uh, just, you know, chopping up, chopping it up with us every single week, uh, whether we whether you catch us on Facebook Live or on Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, uh, wherever your favorite podcasting platform is of choice. Uh, we just thank you for, you know, just just listen, taking time out to listen to us, you know, nerd it up on various topics as we do. 350 episodes in. Can you believe it, Carl? Three, three fifty. That's right, Tree Fitty, Tree Fitty episodes, uh, in the can, and man, it's 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 been a blast. So it, it, it really has. Um, like I said, this thing is a part of my. It's been this is this thing has so been so much a part of my life that when I go to like my Facebook memories mm-hmm. every day, I always see an episode. Yeah. Wow. Every day, mm. and we do this once a week. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're we're doing it. Um, eight and a half years at this point. Twenty twenty four. We're gonna have more more episodes as well. So, you know, once again, thank you all for for tuning in. And as Carl is sharing the episode uh, for this episode, uh, we're gonna be talking about our top fives of the year, twenty twenty three. Uh, top five uh, wrestling matches. Top five movies. Uh, top five books, video games, whatever top fives we can think of, uh, we will definitely uh, share them with you in this episode. Uh, Carl also has a movie review for us, which I can't wait to dig into. <laughs> uh, clearly, Carl is excited to talk about it. Um, with more on that uh, later on. Um, we've got Chris Stewart, a.k.a. your main man, Stubert, in the chat. Uh, welcome, sir. Thank you. Um, and speaking of movies, it appears that uh, Carl also uh, has a Tubi movie that he will be watching um, due to a bet that he made with uh, your with your uh, podcast, Pop Stew, um, which I can't wait to hear as well. Uh, so, yeah, man. Um, speaking of speaking of Pop Stew. Uh, definitely check out their latest episode where they talk about uh, head coaches in movies. So that was a pretty cool one. Uh, their draft picks for uh, top coaches in movies, like for example Denzel Washington's character. And yeah, you knew he was going first round. Oh yeah, remember he was going like if you was gonna make sure you get, you was gonna make sure you got Herman Boone. Oh yeah, Herman Boone played by Denzel Washington in Remember the Titans. You got Coach Carter by Samuel L. Jackson. That was a good pick. Oh yeah, that was good. That was a solid number two. Yeah, and um, and uh, oh, of course you got to go with uh, Coach Bombay from Mighty Ducks, <laughs> Minnesota Miracle Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, let's see. Gary Threat is in the chat. Uh, he says, "Go Bills." Yeah, he's a Bills fan. Yep, and um, 
yeah and 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 while while we have our uh, our uh, buffalo contingent in the in the chat here apparently uh, there was a big uh, uh, sports ball game that happened between uh, the, the, you, Buff- the buffalo bills and the dallas jobbers you know good we're 10 and 4 <laughs> okay we ain't jobbing this shit that's okay you're, you're the carolina win. panthers are on the other hand i mean well yeah that's true there's always a worse team was it 2 and 12 Two and twelve, damn. That's like a. You was able to go see them win for under a dollar. For under a dollar, they was uh, apparently they were selling tickets for like a dollar. <laughs> times are tough. And it was bad. It, it looked like the hard camera section at an AEW show. God damn! <laughs> so like, like literally two people sitting in the stands. It looked like that. Wow. Well, in that case, I hope they. It was pretty empty. It's gonna. It was looking like Gillette Stadium in probably about five years. <laughs> now that Brady's gone, yeah, and they fired Belichick. Oh, really? Because this is they they're letting him go after this season. Wow, wow! Be- because the Patriots dynasty is no more. It's over. Good. It's over. Good. Good. I, I, you know, I for one am glad. I welcome. The Patriots uh, dynasty coming to an end because I want the I remember the I remember the days where the Patriots were a loser team that yeah. everybody just pointed and laughed at. Correct. And uh, for the past twenty years, uh, that was not the case. But I'm glad that the Patriots are back to their losing ways because Patriots fans are horrible people and you don't deserve love. And I hope your holiday season is is a miserable one. Damn. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. But yeah, uh, uh, but yeah. Uh, t- tell us about this uh, this bet that you had with Pop Stu. Well, you know, well, AK, you know, my main Aaron, my main man Aaron Ferguson presented a bet to us. He was in that chat too. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Yo, Cowboys and Bills, two be movie bet." Okay. Why not? We made it official with the Mega Powers handshake. Okay. They accepted. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, my team got embarrassed. Of course. They're the Cowboys. They're 10 and 4. Fuck you. Yeah, but that's as good as it's going to get. But anyway, we, clin- well, we clinched, and we're still at the top of our division, so things are still looking good. But, st- yes, as of, yeah, I'm going to give it to Buffalo. They came to play. Mm-hmm. They definitely came to play. There was one play that there was a fumble and should have got called back, but wasn't on our side yeah but they didn't wasn't on our side coach McCarthy didn't challenge it mm-hmm. but <laughs> karma for those Super Bowls <laughs> y'all still ain't let that go well, the about? Dallas Cowboys beat the Buffalo Bills in two back-to-back Super Bowls oh wow so like way back in like uh 92 93 oh, okay so damn 30 years ago wow Wow. Buffalo hasn't been back since. They haven't been back since then. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, <laughs> that's funny. But um, but yeah. So uh, oh, 92, Excuse me. Hmm. But um, yo, we deserve that loss. We deserve that loss the way we played. So damn it. Bring your worst. Bring your worst because I have indeed watched worse. Okay. So uh, Pop Stew is giving you a Tubi movie to watch. Yes. Uh, they have not chosen it yet. Mm. But I'm sure there's, I'm sure they're digging, oh, I'm sure they're digging in the crates. 
Um, is that a is that bootleg Meg the Stallion movie from Tubi coming out? Is is that out now? The, I, I don't know. The rapper who got shot in the heel. I, I don't know, but <laughs> you, you know what? I have a fit. That was gonna be my choice for them. Oh wow! But I have been checking Tubi because, like you know, for our go to bed our comfort go to bed show, I just decided to revisit, which is on Tubi. The Real Husbands of Hollywood. Oh Lord! You know what? That for what that show is that show is still that show is hilarious. Like because it's just what it's. We already got Velocipasta, but um, no, it's it's spoofed versions of themselves. They're just parody. It's just a parody of reality shows. Okay, that's all. That's all it really is. Okay, so it's not like an actual like. No, it's show. not a real reality show. Oh, okay. It's just it's a parody of it. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that counts. That's that's fine. Yeah, that shit was yeah, and I always found it hilarious. So, mm. like, I just decided to throw it on. Yeah. And then actually, Alyssa ended up even like watching it and enjoying it. <laughs> She's mm. like, "Why is Kevin Hart like this?" I'm like, "It's a parody. Like, it's." <laughs> mm. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So, but yes, pops do. We deserve it. Bring your worst. Hey, you know, um, hopefully you'll enjoy that to be experience. Um, I'm, 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 sh- I'm sure you'll have a nice review for us when the time comes. I'm sure I will. <laughs> oh my God. Um, you know, speaking of movies, Carl. Oh, you couldn't wait, huh? Oh, I, I know you have a, 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 a special movie review for us. All right. I do. Yeah. So, um, uh, 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 if I may, I'll, I'll set the stage for everyone. So, uh, as as y'all know, and um, you know, uh, uh, last week's episode, um, shout outs to uh, Gamer Delphia, uh, your boy Ed Figueroa, and Roberto Gonzalez. Uh, we talked about the Game Awards 2023 uh, last week's episode, and I we did mention that because I got more predictions right uh, uh, this this time around, uh, Carl has to watch a movie of my choice, and he got to he had the p- distinct pleasure. Of watching Ari Aster's surreal horror comedy, Bo is Afraid, starring Joaquin Phoenix. Now, Carl, tell the good people, what did you think of Bo is Afraid? I have one thing that I wanted to begin with mm-hmm. when um, while, while I was watching this movie. But I made sure to make a note of it to ask you this because I wanted to start with this. Okay. Vic? Yes. Why are you the way you are? <laughs> what you mean, man? Why, why, why are you the way you are? This was a masterpiece to you? I didn't say it was a masterpiece. Oh, the way you hyped it up, you would might as well have said so. <laughs> I mean, uh, hold on. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go into the Wikipedia plot. Okay. Oh, I'm spoiling the shit out of this because I'm sparing everybody. Spoilers for Bo is afraid. You know, which which I I reviewed earlier this year, and I I enjoyed it. But of course you did. But you know, I didn't think it was a masterpiece. I'd say it's my third favorite Ari Aster film. I'd say Midsummer and Hereditary are one and two respectively. But, uh, I would put 
I would put Hereditary over Midsummer. Oh yeah, that's totally fine. No argument here. Just that kid's cry one. I wanted to freaking stab him in the neck. <laughs> cry. Oh my! Every time he fucking cried, I'm just like, yo, if you don't ship, I will give you something to cry. I will take off my belt and give you something to cry about. But he lost his sister in a freak accident that involved the telephone pole. <laughs> he did. <laughs> So this is still scarred from that. So, <laughs> Bo was pretty, uh, there was one thing that made me smile about this movie. Yeah, what's that? Amy Ryan was in it. Yeah, I was like, you go ahead. I was like, look at Holly Flax. Yeah, she was. She that's who she played in the office. I was like, look at Holly. Yeah, yeah. Amy Ryan was in it. Uh, Nathan Lane. Lane. As well. Yeah, I did school. I'm like, that's the voice from tomorrow. I did school. That's the voice of tomorrow from Lion King. So. Yeah. But yeah, uh, let me see. Here we go. We plot. So it's Bo, the movie is about Bo uh, Wasserman, who's a fa- you know son of a famous wealthy businesswoman, Mona, who um lives in a what the fuck is up with that neighborhood? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> so- I mean, who rent? You just randomly see this one dude in Daisy Duke wearing nothing but Daisy Dukes, mm-hmm. just salsa dancing. Yeah. Yeah, people who just fighting mm-hmm. for no reason. Yep. Like just the most oddest things. I dare you to say anything bad about the South Side. <laughs> I dare you to say anything wrong about the South about South Providence. South Providence is a damn paradise compared to that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like we're just—he's going into his rundown apartment. Mm-hmm. You see things like hail Satan. Yep. Things like God doesn't, you know. Yeah. Yeah, nihilistic stuff. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um. And he's just living in this rundown apartment. You know, he suffers. You know, suffers from severe anxiety. Our whole theory was that he was just going. Everything was just in his mind alone. That was a theory of mine, but I don't know. Maybe not. Be so. He plans a trip to go see his mother. Yep. On the anniversary of his father's death. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> the I guess he oversleeps because he wasn't making any noise but the neighbors just kept giving him notes saying like yo turn your TV down yeah you know that it kept keeping him up and everything mm-hmm. it's weird but I expect no less from you Vic okay and you are enjoying this aren't you yeah I'm, I'm, I'm listening <laughs> so he oversleeps. He's getting ready for his flight, mm-hmm. but then his luggage gets stolen by that by the uh, janitor. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, you're fucked." I'm like, "Damn, that's pretty messed up." Mm, yeah. Calls his mom, tells him what happened, and tells him what happened. She dismisses her. Mm-hmm. Whatever. He starts getting an anxiety attack. He doesn't have any water. They shut the water off on him. He runs, goes goes across the street. Tries to pay for him, whatever he is. By the way, like you have to, if you gotta run inside your building just to make sure you don't get your ass beat by just some rando tattooed dude, mm-hmm. like, don't come back. I mean, what are you gonna do? Rent's probably cheap there. 
Go live with your mama. She can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> somebody like that is, and somebody like that needs services. Oh no, no argument here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then he calls his mother, and a UPS driver was like, "Uh, like okay, describe your mother." Goes through all the motions and stuff, and it turns out like a chandelier crushes mama's head. Yeah, that happens. I ain't never seen a chandelier <laughs> remotely fall. Okay. But yeah. So while he's out getting to, you know at the store having his anxiety attack. The entire neighborhood just goes in and just has a freaking party in his in his apartment. Yeah, what? like they purposely knew his apartment, mm-hmm. and they just decide to have a party on. Why not? And somebody actually gets killed in the process. Yeah, it does happen. I mean, what you gonna do? Life is crazy. You think? <laughs> <laughs> so. He takes a bath, mm-hmm. and it's just some random dude just on the ceiling. Yeah. Just hanging from the ceiling, just there. Mm-hmm. Why is he there? Having a pan- panicking his damn self? Yeah. I don't know. Wouldn't it make sense for you to just get up and call the cops? I mean, it, it's a very overwhelming uh, set of circumstances. Yeah, that uh, that you could just get up like, yo, what are you doing here? Get Get out. Call the cops and handle business. I mean, so, St. Augustine, Florida. Oh, uh, John Nunez in the chat. He says uh, there's a wrestling convention that's going to be in St. Augustine, Florida, in February that we should check out. Oh, cool. Nice. Good to know. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um. So he's running out. He runs out the door mm-hmm. naked. Yep. I, I don't ever need to see Walking Phoenix naked ever again in my life. Okay. Wasn't in my 2023 bingo card. Yeah. And then he gets stabbed by a crazy naked dude who's just, okay, why? But yet, there's a cop right there just chilling with what appears to be a prostitute. But I'm like, yo, you got a naked, crazy naked guy like just going around stabbing people and like you couldn't shoot him. But yet you're shooting that freaking Bo. And then he gets, and then Bo gets hit by by uh, Amy Bryant's car. Mm-hmm. Yep. He wakes up in Amy Ryan's daughter's bedroom, mm-hmm. who's just batshit crazy her damn self. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, she, oh, yes, she is. In a sense, I kind of feel for him. He's like, yeah, I didn't know this was your room. Like, I'll go have your room back. Like, I'll sleep on the couch. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she's just yeah. crazy. Yeah. I'll say Nathan Lane was was good, though. You it know? was nice to see him. Yeah. You, you got to get healed, my brother. <laughs> and all he wants to do is just go home, pay respects to his mama. Mm-hmm. And all that. Then you got Jeeves, who's freaking running around, who's, you know, PTSD to an extreme. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I mean, I could be wrong. They're probably locked away, but I don't think they, I, 
is PTSD to that degree, but then you never know. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a hyper-reality in the movie. It's Everything's hyper-exaggerated. I'm noticing because freaking the, the little girl says, I'm taking you to your mom's house, but then she just gets him high for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, there's no reason behind that. No, because she's, da- she's damaged herself. Yeah. I guess hurt people hurt people, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Goes back to the house... Still don't know why Amy Ryan tells him to freaking... When he wakes up on the couch, he goes to put it to Channel 78 and it's just surveillance. Mm-hmm. But there was like nothing to that. Well, you know, maybe that was a reflection of his uh, severe anxiety. Because mind you, like you're, we're watching a movie from his perspective. So a lot of things that happen might just be in his head and he's just like amping it up to like the nth degree. And that's what we try to remind ourselves yeah. as we were watching this. Oh, she got words for you. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Oh, Alyssa. Oh yeah. Yay. Oh, she's uh, she's watching. Oh, she is watching. Oh, and uh, hey, I mean, I-, I will say that the daughter was nice enough to offer him a paint cocktail. Mama, she kills herself. <laughs> Get fucked up with me and just <laughs> drinks paint. Blames it on Bo, so then Bo just I... goes ahead and runs away. Was... Yep. And then he winds up in a travel, what a group of traveling theater actors yep. called the Orphans of the Forest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a bunch of random people, just a bunch of random actors in a forest. Yeah, yeah. You you have nature is the stage, if you will. <laughs> Watching the play, because you think there's gonna be some normalcy. <laughs> I mean Normalcy This is an Ari Aster movie Normalcy doesn't exist Of course not <laughs> And All of a sudden Jeeves Wait well, No no They're watching a play mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden He just kind of sees himself Yep Yep he imagines himself As like the character in the play Yeah and then you know He finally had He has a family Great has, you know, has a family, loses them in the flood, and he just spends the rest of his life trying to look for him. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Jeeves winds up showing up. First of all, how did Jeeves shave? Like he had a beard, and the next thing you know, he shaved. Yeah, I mean, you you got to look right, you know. Yeah, to go on a killing spree. Hey, look, I don't, I don't, I don't know how deranged people think. <laughs> I don't know what to tell First you. First of all, and here's another thing too. He's freaking. So as he's shooting up the theater group. Mm-hmm. He's freaking. He falls on his machine gun. Yep. Oh yeah. Shooting himself <laughs> enough to where you die. Yeah. Oh, that that was kind of hilarious. You die. Like there's no surviving that. Oh no, no, definitely not. Bo escapes. Mm-hmm. Manages to get a hitchhiker. If anybody looks like that, no, I'm not. I, they are not being picked up. Oh, absolutely not. No. Then just makes it all the way to his, makes it all the way to his mama's house. Mm-hmm. You see an open cat, a headless, a, an open casket with a headless corpse. Yeah, chandelier did that. You don't have an open casket like that. I mean, in an Ari Aster world, yeah. I mean, that's no. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it. He just misses it. 
mm-hmm. or whatever. And then he comes across Elaine. And if you then go back, backtracking a bit, mm-hmm. he has a flashback of some girl that he met in a, on a cruise mm-hmm. who they fall in love, yep. even though he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Of course not. He's a kid. Wait for me. Wait for me. And they never see each other again. Yeah. Until then, she recognizes him. Mm-hmm. By the way, Elaine's played by adult Elaine's played by Parker Posey. Yep. Yeah. Indeed. Actually, no, she's like, yo, go upstairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have sex to always be my baby. Yep, by Mariah Carey. Okay. And when she had, and when she climaxes, mm-hmm. she dies. Yeah, but do you know why? Because of I think I kind of missed it because we were like, "Yo, what the fuck is going on?" Because <laughs> uh, for some reason, Bo has like enormous balls. Yes, I did not need to see that. Yes. Well, you see, it's, well, if you if if you remember when I was talking about Bo is afraid in a past episode of the podcast, I said that you know fundamentally, part of Bo's journey is that he's a man who has a desperate need to just nut, and mind you, he's a he's a he's a man who's never nutted before. The reason why was because because his father died. Yeah, that way. Yeah, he was scared and. The, and the play, in the play that he envisions himself uh, being in, he has three sons. But then he tells his three sons that, oh, like, well, I, you're actually, you're not actually my children because I never, I never ejaculated. And they're like, wait a minute, if that's the case, then how are you our father? So that kind of like flashes. Yeah, and then like, that's when, see. yeah, and then that's when Jeeves just shows up and just starts freaking shooting up the place. Yeah. Call of Duty airport scene. Yeah. No Russian. Yeah. So, yeah, she dies. Yeah, she like she's is frozen stiff because you know he was all backed up after scary movie too. Yeah, yeah, you know he he was backed up and you know for like after like thirty forty five years, years just rolling and rolling and rolling. Woo! Made a head blow off. Pop goes the weasel. Pop goes the weasel because the weasel said pop. Damn it, Cletus. <laughs> yeah, that's what but here's the thing. What's that? That's not even the worst part, sir. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. T- talk to me now. Talk to me now. His mother was alive the entire time. Apparently, yep. Watching him the entire time. Gaslights him. Yeah. Talking about, like, you didn't love me enough. When I did all this for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tells him that he has a twin brother. Yep. That was just locked away in the attic for years. Yep. He goes up to the attic, sees his twin brother. Yes. But a giant penis monster. Yes, Carl. See, see the the giant penis monster was his father. Yes, because that remember when I said in my review of Bo's Afraid that you will see 
Ari Aster's metaphor of what an absentee father is. A giant dick. Yes, because fundamentally, Carl, when you think about it, what is an absentee father in the most literal terms? A giant dick. Yes, just a giant dick and some balls. That's really what an absentee father is. And uh, and because Bo has been taught to be afraid of, you know, his masculinity, i.e. afraid of nutting, you know, his, his natural sexual urges, he imagines sex to be this terrifying thing, hence the giant penis monster with a bunch of tentacles and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, Jeeves pops up again. Yeah, How does. does he survive that? I don't know. <laughs> and gets killed by the giant penis monster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The penis monster had a face, by the way. Oh, it did. On the head. It did? Yes, it did. <laughs> yeah, that's that's an image. Uh... No, it's go- it's there. Yeah, it, it's it, it's there. It, it's it's there. Yep, it's it's an image that is burned into your brain. It is. Yeah, one of the most indelible film images of 2023. Mm, no, no, wrong. <laughs> you think, TJ? <laughs> and this is a this is a Victor ass movie, by the way, that I'm reviewing. Yes. So you pretty much are you are listening to the right podcast. Yes, Tyrone. We're talking about Bo is Afraid. Don't do it. Starring Joaquin Phoenix. Don't do it. Please do. No, don't do it. And, and then so he escapes. Yep. He escapes the house, gets into a a motorized vo- motorboat. Yep. Goes into a cave. And then next thing you know, like, he's in an arena. Yeah. And this lawyer is just basically chatting, gaslighting him some more. Yep. To the point where the uh, mortar of the boat explodes. Mm-hmm. We, um, don't like that. You're going to like it. Oh, I'm um, reading in the comments here, Angela Marandola. Uh, shout outs to you and Roberto, uh, my dear friends. Uh, Ange- Angela says that she's going to be, they're going to be watching Bo is Afraid on Thursday. It's Victor sca- and a motorboat in the same <laughs> Yes. Yes, I, I, I will, I will heart emoji those comments. Uh, and. and- to the point where he just has a full blow. Why are you doing that? <laughs> Nothing. Then the motor explodes, mm-hmm. and he dies. Yeah. First of all, kudos for getting put out of his misery. Yeah, I mean, life is hard. Yeah, but but why? Why like these movies? <laughs> like I don't think I'll. I, you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I have seen how many Ari Aster movies I've been now. Uh, three, four if you count Strange Thing About the Johnsons, his short film. He's made three uh, full full length features. Okay, right. Actually, there's like set what? Oh, a bunch Eight. of shorts. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, correct, correct, TJ. You you have the that I can't even put anything more. You couldn't put anything more accurate. Uh, 
Um, wait, there's actually a, a short film called Bo that he did. Is there? Oh, I did not know that. Uh, oh, Alyssa. Yes, yes. Alyssa in the comments is asking me, Vic, I have one question. Who hurt you? Yes, please. Nobody. No, somebody did. <laughs> what, you didn't enjoy the Mariah Carey scene? It was just like, this is it? Okay. It's a, I, like, I knew it had to do something. It had to do something. It had to do, it had yeah. something to do with sex. Yeah. I knew it. I, I just knew it. that was just a given, by the way. Mm-hmm. It was so, but it was like, oh, she dies. Like, okay, that was a bit overhyped, but. Yeah. But it was. Yeah. The, the penis monster got me. Oh, yeah. And I know Aaron's like, what the hell did I just walk into? So uh so all in all, Carl, um would you recommend Bo is afraid? Not at all. No. So I take it you didn't like the movie? No, I was confused the entire time. Like how are we getting from here to here to here to here to here and stuff like what's what is it? It's just here's some nonsense. Well yeah, that's that's the that's part of the experience, you know. You're 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 thrown in the in the perspective of this character with horrifying anxiety and like everything the whole world is just a confusing you know jumbled mess for him that everything is heightened and you know he has his own personal deep-seated hang-ups that you know he, he he's just not a well-adjusted person and you know no, he's not got, at all he's got uh, uh, he's got reasons and i guess you can relate no, we're loving this type of movie look i, I didn't make this movie Listen, but you love it i don't love it i mean i like it I mean, I, it's my third favorite Ari Aster movie, but I would put this one in the last place. I'll still put Hereditary and then Midsummer. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's totally then fine. this one. That's totally fine. But you know, um, I, I I will say like I, I give I give points to Ari Aster for his imagination and his audacity and his talent. You know, because you know it, it's it's a movie that. You know, by and large, it's unlike anything you'll, you'll ever see this year. I feel like Bo is Afraid is a cinematic version of when you look up munging under Urban Dictionary. What? What's the word? Munging. I don't even want to know what that is. If you can watch Bo is Afraid, then you can handle what munging is. How do you spell it? M-U-N-G-I-N-G. Okay. Uh, all right, people. Uh, I'm going to take some time here. Um, okay. Urban Dictionary. Munging. Yes, this movie is disturbing. Pass. Hard pass. Okay. Mun Jing, right? Yes. Mun Jing, let me see. Don't even read it. Just don't read it out loud. Just read it. What the fuck is this? It, 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 it's it, it's a it's a Ariasta film. That's what it is. No, I mean, come on. Ariaster wouldn't go that far, I don't think, but, <laughs> but I at this point, between these three films. Mm-hmm. And the strange thing about the Johnsons, no offense, TJ, I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, look, you, you gotta, you gotta. I would not put it past him. He would actually freaking make it like there's a cult that does it, and I'm look make, at you. Look at you. I, I, I could, you know, I could, I can imagine him doing something akin to that. But I can imagine you writing something akin to that. Oh come on, man! Come on, man! I, no, no, no. But, but I will, but I will say that you know, 
one, I, I, I am glad that you took the time to watch all three hours of this um, Kafka-esque. In bizarre- one sitting. In one sitting. Yeah, mind you. One sitting of this Kafka-esque, bizarre, nightmarish experience. Um, I will say, like I said. <laughs> Damn it, TJ. Why'd you look it up? <laughs> uh, I, I, but I will say that no, no. I, I will co- I will push back a little by saying that no. But was afraid is not the cinematic equivalent of this munging or whatever you call it. Yeah, it is. It is a. It, it, it's it's Ari Aster's idea of what a comedy is. Not one <laughs> laugh happened. But the only time I smiled was to say it's Holly, <laughs> because Holly is a freaking angel. Sure, and Amy Ryan's a great actress. You know. Yeah, but Holly is Holly's in it. Holly Partridge Flax. Scott mm-hmm. is a freaking angel on earth. Okay, no, no argue, no arguments there. But uh, but yeah, you know, I I, I say like um, in, in terms of its sheer audacity and creativity, we definitely made sure the baby was dead asleep. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you'd be a monster if you had her wa- put that in front of her. No, no but, shit. <laughs> but but uh, but yeah, in, in terms of sheer audacity and creativity, I gotta say, I give it up to Ari Aster. For, for putting out this movie. I think that in, t- in terms of, you know, having uh, directors, writers that that can really get people talking and get people excited about cinema beyond just franchise mainstream fare, I think Ari Aster is a treasure. And I think that we should all be appreciative and be grateful that somebody like him can put their creative vision forth because it shows that other creative uh, uh, artists out there, you know, who have the talent and the resources, can put their stuff out out there on cinema for all of us to see and appreciate. You know, um, I did, <laughs> I did, Aaron, right after the game. <laughs> yeah, and, and and mind you, and and thank thank you, Angela. Angela says Ari Aster is a genius. Sorry, not sorry. He's a national treasure. You lucky, yes. I love Angela. But yeah. damn it, that's no. Um, and, and, and and I'm I'm looking forward to hearing uh, Angela's uh, and Roberto's take on on Bo is Afraid. Roberto is in the comment. He says, "Don't in all caps. Don't watch white chicks. You you gotta watch some shit. You gotta watch some shit. Your girl watch, watches. You um, gotta. You gotta. Hell, Alyssa was watching the Real Housewives in New Jersey at one point. She was watching the reunion. That that's great." I actually got into it. Shout outs to Joel Gorga. I don't know. You just that name's just funny to me, so I just say it for no reason. You know, um, but but hey. you gotta do it. If 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 that wonderful woman of yours, mm-hmm. and she is a pleasure. Thank you. It's I. It's documented. Yes. If she wants to, she says, "Babe, I want to watch white chicks together." Oh yeah, well you better sit your ass down, popcorn in hand, and start singing "Making My Way Downtown." Watching fast. Oh, I'll I'll watch White Chicks, even though White Chicks is just you know. It's a simple, just it's not meant to be like your artsy fartsy. No, none of the stylings of Martin Scorsese or Wong Kar or why Wong Kar Wai. One car Y, thank you. <laughs> I said that the other day. <laughs> it's not meant to be that. It's meant to just, yo, what are we going to do? Yeah, let's just throw on white chicks. Turn off your brain and just laugh. Have fun. 
I have fun. Is Bo is afraid is not fun? No, not at all. <laughs> I, I don't know about you, but I, I I thought parts of it were hilarious. I mean, I was sitting in, I was sitting in the theater, Victor, laughing. Out it's of, okay. I was laughing out of sheer. See, Victor, you, what, what you got? Okay. What? It's okay. What? You're not well. <laughs> it's okay, dude. Just it's okay to admit it. You're a hot mess. I am not a hot <laughs> mess. Listen, when I I mean the the, the film is like the the laughs that 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 were elicited from me watching the film was mostly out of nervousness because that's what the Escott, that's the kind of energy the film brings. You're watching out of bewilderment and, and, and bafflement that this is happening. And so it's more nervous laughter than anything else. You know? Then it wasn't funny. But, so, but, but, but look, I, one thing's look, one thing's for sure. Hey, shout outs to Joaquin Phoenix for being, Oh, that's his, that's his forte. Like if it, yeah. if the dude's not well, He's on board. I think he should win another Oscar for this. Probably. What was the first one? Uh, Joker. <laughs> he won an Oscar for Joker. Damn it, John Aponte. Shout out to John Aponte. He's been quiet lately. Yeah. Oh, he's all right. Oh, yeah, he's all right. He's mad busy with work and whatnot. That yeah, work sucks. Yeah. But, hey, you know, uh, you know, maybe, uh, hey, you, you know, like I said, all all these considered, I don't think I have, I have never watched an Ari Aster movie willingly. Hey, all things considered, I'm glad you watched Bo is Afraid. And whenever Ari Aster drops his fourth feature film, let's go see it in the theater. No, you might like it. No, I want him to maybe he can talk. Not if I paid five dollars to watch this one, that's that's fine. Yeah, then I paid five dollars to watch Cannibal Holocaust too. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ugh. That was the only way you could watch it. Mm. That's terrible. But, uh, but yeah, uh, that was uh, Carl Bird's review of Bo is Afraid, uh, one of 2023's most memorable feature films. Uh, it's, it's available on Blu-ray and 4K. Um, if you want to watch The Penis Monster in 4K, uh, you can definitely do that. Um, maybe A24 will uh, release a special uh, 4K uh, collector's edition of Bo is Afraid. And your ass will be right there. Well, I, I do have the f- I do have the special edition of uh, Midsummer um, Blu-ray from A24, A24 Shop. So, hey, you know. Uh, the second you get that news, you're probably on the mailing list. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, I will say this. I am looking forward to... The Iron Claw and Civil War by A24. Yeah, those look interesting. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, but yeah, um, well, I I guess uh, I guess uh, well, yeah, we'll look forward to the next Ari Aster movie. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron. Aaron Ferguson writes uh, in the comments, I heard Penis Monster in 4K and still wondering who hurt Vic. Listen. We all are wondering that. Listen, nobody. Listen, y'all just mad because I've. Listen, I've watched. I literally have watched thousands of films. We know. All sorts of genres, all eras and whatnot. Listen, my, my tastes are, you know, eclectic, you know, diverse, you know, uh, all all wide ranging. They're. The, the cinematic experience runs the gamut, okay? So, 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 so don't, so don't, so don't be mad that you know my, you know my 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 palette is that much more expensive. It's just, di- it's just different, but damn it, 
But Vic. What? Stop. Get some help. <laughs> it's, it's it's there. It's available. You know what? Maybe you know what? This should be like a. Maybe there could be like a Broadway adaptation of Bo's Afraid. We do not know. No, 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 right. no, no. Stop. Stop. But yeah, Bo's Afraid. It's uh, not the flex you think it is. It is, it is, it is the flex no, I think not. it is because it's amazing. But um, um, I'll tell you what's not a flex, cheering for the bu- cheering for a loser-ass team. But anyway. Uh, We're 10 and 4. Fuck you. Yeah, then that's as good as it's going to get. I mean, sure. I mean, sure. The 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 Cowboys might make the playoffs, but you're not going to make it to the Super Bowl. And even if they, even if your team did, even if they did make it to the Super Bowl, Carl, you and I both know they're not going to win because they don't have it. They don't have what it takes. Yes, they do. Fuck you. I don't give up on my team. It's been. 30- I'll be mad at. I'm, it's called. It's called loyalty. Lo- loyalty. 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 Sometimes loyalty doesn't pay, Carl. It will. Yeah, well, talk to me in another 30 years. Maybe the Cowboys, if they're still around, maybe they'll win one. Run for a bit. Don't fall for a bat. Don't fall for it. <laughs> yeah, she's done. She's done with you. Alyssa is done with your moves. And I tell you, and I tell her, I tell her, she, ne- she does not have to do these with me. Yeah. She does not. But she does. God damn, yo. Why? What the... <laughs> Mike Medina. Yo, Big City, what did AEW do to hurt you? Mike Medina says, Cowboy. He does not like AEW at all. Like, I cannot, I know they're flawed, just like everybody else. But I mean, damn, it ain't in Demi Way. <laughs> I'm, that is true. I mean, uh, well, Mike Medina says, uh, he mentions a, a Tubi movie, says, Killer Sofa. So bad, it's great. Let me look this up real quick before we get into our. Uh, I our, feel like that's that. Let's see before I it, saw Killer Zaddy. Oh yeah, that was. Let's see. Killer I, Sofa. Okay, so Killer Sofa, uh, which is playing on, which is which is available on Tubi. It's a 2019 comedy fantasy movie. I'm looking up the synopsis on Real Good. It says, a killer reclining chair becomes enchanted by a girl and starts committing crimes of passion. Oh, this is a Victor ass Tubi movie. Okay, Killer Sofa. This reminds me of that movie, um, which I haven't seen it yet, but there was a horror movie called Rubber, and it was about a sentient rubber tire that went around killing people. This made me think of, this is just a much more violent movie, a version of that movie that knocked up the chick that you reviewed. Oh. Titan, was it? Oh, Titan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with the with the Cadillac that impregnated the girl. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Um, Teton is actually a. It's about family. Family. It's like it's like Fast and Furious at its most logical conclusion. When you think about it. First of all, if that sperm, if that sperm carrying Cadillac goes from one skyscraper <laughs> to another skyscraper, <laughs> then to another skyscraper, then we'll talk. Okay. Preferably. <laughs> oh my god. Um why do I have this feeling like this is gonna be it? I mean Killer Sofa can't be any worse than Love Thy Neighbor or any of the other janky Tubi movies we've seen. First of all, 
But hey, I you mentioned love thy neighbor. You gotta go, Vanessa, uh, Vanessa, Vanessa. <laughs> oh, also speaking of love thy neighbor, shoutouts to Brian uh, Lopes from UWO Podcast. His review. Brian Lopes' review of Love Thy Neighbor was absolutely hilarious. I was cracking up. I was cracking up in his review because as he was reviewing it, he got so angry about it. He did! It was great. So perturbed about reviewing this janky-ass Tubi movie. I was like, this is gold. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Tubi movies do. Fences do fend. I mean, fences do mend. Indeed. Indeed they do. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Here you go. All right. I honor, I honor my bets. I have a feeling that's going to be it. <laughs> AK, I have a feeling that's going to be it. But. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, Carl, how should we uh, proceed? Well, yeah, let's just get to our top five. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, baby's asleep and I need to hug her. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we've got our top fives of 2023. Uh, that we're going to talk about. We're talking about our top five uh, wrestling matches, top five movies, video games, books, top five whatever we can come up with. Uh, feel free to share your top fives in the comments as well as we move through all these other different categories. Uh, we might think of some ones that you know come off the cuff as well. Uh, so, Carl, uh, where where do you want to start? Which topic should we um, I think I'm going to... You know, I'm the comic book guy. All right. So, uh, oh, big sh- big shout outs to Patrick Hickey Jr. for watching the shit for watching right now. Um, Thunder Yams, that sounds like a porn, but uh, hmm. no, he asked me if I seen Thunder Yams. I'm like, that sounds like a porn. Thun- is maybe, maybe that's a Tubi movie, but like, uh, I'm oh. sure it is, but oh, it oh, sounds oh. like a porno. Um, yes, his new his uh, I actually got a copy of. My brother and the ladybug, and please forgive me if I'm saying it wrong, but yo, that was it was very it was very adorable. It was actually a comic written by his six year old daughter. Oh wow! Oh, I read it to I read it to Jasmine. Flipped, flapped our arms throughout the entire thing. Aw, that's adorable. Yeah, (laughs) but um, I'm gonna start with my top five indie comics. Okay. And I'm not I didn't include legacy because that would be biased. No. Okay. Alright. And I didn't I didn't include Marvel. I wanted to focus more much more on indie. Um so from five is gonna start off with Arcade Kings, uh, published by Image. Yep. At number four, I have Kill Your Darlings. Okay. That was one that you had started. Yep. Number three, uh, Simon Kadansky's something epic, mm. and their 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 various uh, variant covers have just like gotten their um, like gotten their points. Mm. Actually, I'm gonna switch that. So number three will actually be beneath the trees where nobody sees. Okay. I felt like that's not. Fa- I love the premise, but I felt like that's not fair to give it such a high rating because. Only one issue was bid out. Mm-hmm. So, and something epic, their first part uh, has just concluded, and I think it's going to start back up in February. Okay. Nice. And number one, World Tree. Ah, nice. Yeah, there's no new, no new issues of World Tree since issue five, right? No. Nah. 
Okay. No, so I don't know if you caught up yet, but yeah, I did. That's a trip. That's a mother. <laughs> this is a yeah. trip. Nice. Nice. Solid list. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad. To Check see. out Tinyan's uh, The Deviant. Okay. Oh, is this is a new series? Yeah. Okay. I think it's a limited series. I think it's just for like the Christmas season and stuff. Okay. But yeah. it is not for the week. Okay. I gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. That's that's a solid list. Yeah. World Tree is an excellent comic. If you haven't read it yet, definitely check it out. Five issues out as of yet, as of now. Image Comics. Uh, yeah. Um, as for me, um, can't really say much in the way of comics. I kind of fell off uh, in the last couple months, like so. I got to get back on that horse. Uh, but I can I could uh, mention um uh, my top five books that I've read this year. Okay. Um, top five books uh, that I recommend. Uh, one is a short story collection, uh, The Paper Menagerie uh, by Ken Liu. Um, definitely an excellent series of, uh, of, of short stories um, from like, sci-fi to like historical fiction. Uh, one of his stories was actually a Love, Death, and Robots episode. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, Good Hunting. Okay. Yep, that one, that one was based on one of his stories uh, featured in this collection. So Paper Menagerie, highly recommend that. Um I also recommend, uh, let's see, um, Middlesex, uh, which is a, which is a book that I finally read. Uh, it came out in two thousand two, won the Pulitzer Prize. It was written by Jeffrey Eugenides. Um, it's an epic family story about this Greek family um, uh, from traveling from Greece to America, and it's like this whole interesting, uh, I- interesting like uh, a family saga. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely well worth a read. Uh, Surprised it hasn't been adapted into a film or, or a series because I feel like that that would definitely serve as a really excellent basis for one. Um, another book that I read, uh, The Sympathizer, uh, by um, Viet Tan uh, uh, Wen. Uh, that's an excellent read too. Very intense. I know The Sympathizer. It's I think it's going to be adapted into a a television series or miniseries. Mm-hmm. I think I think Robert Downey Jr. might be involved in it. No. Oh. Uh, but but yeah, that was a that was a great read. Uh, Sympathizer is about this um, this stuff uh, for a Viet Cong um, um, Viet Cong uh, a soldier who who uh, who uh, lives lives a double life in America, um, and he, and like and it's, and the whole book is like his confession and in while he's imprisoned. Um, oh yeah, I just it will be it'll be a mini series. Uh... Yes, Robert Downey Jr. will be in several antagonist roles. Nice, yeah. Produced by who? Oh. A24. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, A24 is doing it. Yep. Um, another book. Another book that I read, uh, which I think, which I think was really interesting. Um, if, if you're interested in like uh, history of black films, colorization, uh, one hundred years of black films in a white world by I Will Haygood. I seen you post that book. Yeah, uh, ex- excellent read. Talks about like uh, black cinema from like the early days, early days of cinema. It's like some of the, like the landmark uh, uh, moments and, and decades, like Sidney Poitier, Harry Belafonte. Oscar Micheaux, Dorothy Dandridge, the Black Exploitation Era, among others. Um, definitely a great read. It's like a good survey of Black history on film. And uh, the last book I read um, in my top five, uh, one that I highly recommend. It's a fantasy fantasy horror film. It's uh, a fantasy horror story. It's called The Book Eaters by Sun Yi Dean. And The Book Eaters has a really interesting premise. It's about this. Um, it's it's about 
it, it depicts this woman who's this uh, who's who's a book eater, who absorbs knowledge by eating literally eating books. Um, that's where that's where she can absorb all of these stories, but she can't actually read, or mm. even or even communicate like by 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 writing. And so like her son, her son is her son is not a book eater. Her son is a mind eater. So her son, in order to in order to survive. Her, her the mother kidnaps people and has the son suck out the brains of these random people so he can absorb their personalities and their thoughts and their whole you know their mind so he can survive and so um the, the son is an abomination even among the book eater community so she's trying to she'll she and her son are on the run trying to figure out how to survive and and the, and the whole story uh, flashes back to her time in her book eater community, how she escapes, how she had her son, and it flash forwards back to the present day and and how they're trying to survive. It's a very interesting read. It's it's a real page turner. Like I couldn't put the book down. Like I finished the book in like a matter of a couple weeks, and it's just like excellent pacing. And and if there's a sequel coming out, hey, Sunni Dean, give us a sequel. I can't wait to see what comes next. The book eaters. It's coming from somebody who love who really enjoyed Bo as a freak. And you say you're not, and you say you are okay. It's okay. Babe. Look, I didn't write the story, but, but you love it. It's you. a great story. Well, I mean, look, look, I'm not one of these people that's like, oh, I, 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 I watch movies to have fun. I, I just every movie that I watch, every TV show that I watch, I just want to smile. I just, I just want to have the same emotion where I just smile and just say, "Hey, happy thoughts," and not be challenged in any meaningful way. Did wasn't there a conversation about your thoughts on how people like, on Saturday? What? How you think of yourself higher? Than those people. No, no. Well, that was okay. A conversation. Well, okay. Look, look, look. When I, when I said that, look, I, I, I may have stated my, I, I may have stated my point somewhat uh, inelegantly. What I'm saying is that, is that, the, the, there, there is more when it comes to watching movies or even just like reading books or or, or engaging in any form of media. The, 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 there's more. There's more. There should be more to your experience than just looking for just a happy, shiny, good time. You know, be challenged by some of the things that you read and watch and consume. You know, be be challenged. Engage with the human experience. You know, engage with unique narratives that that make that might make you a little uncomfortable, but may, but may make, but might make you think as well, and might make make kind of like maybe inspire you creatively or something. You know, don't just watch movies to just have a happy, shiny, good time. Who wants to feel like that all the time? What good? No, I mean like when it comes <laughs> when, it, when it comes to watching movies or watching TV shows or reading books or whatever. Who wants to who wants to have that same emotion all the time? Like I just I just want I just want to turn my brain off and just smile and just laugh and just have a good time watching everything. So everything that I watch ha- should be happy, shiny, funny, la 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 la, not unchallenging, unengaging. No, sometimes just <sighs> listen. The real world is a effed up place. Yes. People don't. Some people just don't want to deal with anything that's worse than what they have to deal with on a daily basis. Sometimes okay. they people just love that they need to shut off their brain and watch something like that, and that's 
possibly the only outlet that they have where they can do that. You should know. No, you no. It's not. You should know that because your wonderful fiance Uh works as a trauma surgeon. Uh She does other stuff, yeah. But she couldn't even tell. Like it. When I asked her about her job, Mm. it got morbid real quick. Oh yeah. We was like, okay. We need to have some fun. Yeah. And then we changed the subject real quick and we just started laughing again. Yeah. But sometimes that's all that people, people, sometimes that's, that is just therapy for people. I, 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 and, and I, let I, them, I, I, I told let you them have it. There's people whose worlds are just that messed up. They don't want to feel more messed up. They want to shut their brains off and laugh and have a good time and, and and that and that is fine that is totally fine i i i am not i i, I am not i'm not saying that that's that's wrong in and of itself are you but what i'm saying is that that shouldn't be i mean i mean yeah yeah the oh the oh life is hard that's no excuse listen like 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 looking for looking for turn your brain off entertainment all the time that it should not be what it should not it should not consume your media diet turn your brain off entertainment should not be the entirety of your media consumption is what i'm saying that's all that i'm saying it's a person by person scenario sometimes people that's just that's what people need i'm I'm telling you that is listen working in the field that i that i work in Mm -hmm. I am thankful that a lot of a lot of those people strictly consume turn off your brain content. Right. Not for everybody. That's it, it, you know that it's is not fine. Not for everybody. But that's all it is. Right. But but that but I'm saying like your your clients are, your clients are one are one are one distinct group with very distinct needs. But I'm saying, like, for people, for like, for, the, for like the average everyday person who, you know, otherwise well-adjusted, you know, for the most part, just once in a while, all I'm all I'm asking is once in a while, just 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 challenge yourself a little bit. Say, hey, that movie that looks a little odd, looks looks a little weird, might look a little dark. Let me check that out. Yeah, but you seek for those though. You're like, oh, the more effed up, the better. And you review those with that evil, sadistic smile. Oh, I, I partly do it just to just to kind of weird you out on the podcast because it's entertaining. But still, okay, I get that. <laughs> but but you know, but the, 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 I have plenty of movies that are feel good. Plenty. Give me three feel good movies off the top of your head, and none of them better not involve cancer. Okay, there's a. And, and, and these aren't these aren't in my top five movies, but like I'll I'll, I'll talk about <laughs> I'll I'll talk about I'll talk about movies um I'll talk about movies that that came out like some movies that came out this year mm-hmm. um that are feel good uh one is The Holdovers Paul Giamatti uh uh, uh divine is it Divine Joy Robinson I, I think I, I forget her name off the top of my head but The Holdovers. Uh, an excellent Christmas movie, a feel-good movie about a curmudgeonly English teacher who learns who learns how to be a better person, 
and and you know that that's that's a, that's a feel good movie right there. You know, it, it has it has its emotional moments, makes you think, makes you kind of self reflect. But for the most part, hey, you come away walking walking from it like, hey, you know what? That was a good that was a good movie with great acting, and uh, makes me want to be a better person just a little bit. So yeah, the holdovers is one. Um, oh, how? Well, okay, that's in my top five. But um, another another movie that I can think of. Um, that's that, that's also feel good um in, in, in its own unique way uh bottoms bottoms is a, is a comedy uh starring rachel Sennett and uh uh io edibiri um that's a it's, a it's like a teen comedy about these two these two high school uh high school high school girls who uh who decide to start a, 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 a all women's fight club at their high school um because just so they can pick up chicks because you know um because as, as you do and, and you know, th- and throughout their wait, through- wait, wait, teenage girls, yeah, start an underground fight club in their school, yeah, to pick up chicks, yeah, yeah, because they're both because they're both lesbian. Oh, okay, yeah, oh. and um, and you know, Marshawn Lynch plays their teacher. So <laughs> <laughs> you see, <laughs> okay, I may, I may, I may need to watch that one. Yeah, bo- bottoms just because is- it's Marshawn Lynch. I'm like he's probably like just an idiot <laughs> yeah he even says it marshall there's a there's a line where Mar- marshall lynch just says hey i'm not an idiot i just look like this <laughs> and you know what? i'm like was he eating skittles i didn't see any skittles he eats no. sk- well when he was playing football he would eat skittles in the sidelines oh wow <laughs> that was, so that was that was like his thing okay gotcha but yeah yeah the bottoms that's a feel-good movie too so that's two holdovers bottoms um, I'm looking at my my a list of films I've seen this year. Um, let's see. Damn. Uh, let's see. Um, if, if you're well, hmm. oh oh oh, Polite Society. Polite Society is a wonderful movie. Um, that can't, that's I think I think that's still available on Peacock. Uh, wonderful movie. It's about this. Um, I, I reviewed it earlier this year along with Bo Was Afraid on the same episode. Um, I don't have any of these uh, subscription services. Yep. So, Polite Society is one that I highly recommend if you're looking for like a feel, another feel good uh, comedy about family and about you know culture and uh, you know just about just about a, a young teenage Indian girl who wants to you know be a stunt woman and all of the shenanigans that she goes through. It's it's a cool movie. I highly recommend it. Polite Society. Um, you have Fubo TV. I do not have Fubo TV. How'd you watch it then? It's, it was on Peacock. Oh, yeah, it's not there anymore. It's... Oh, well, that's too bad. I know, I know it's on Blu-ray, but you can otherwise rent it. Uh, um, yeah, so so yeah, that's that's three movies right there, Carl. Okay, all right. Bottoms does look interesting, so yeah, Bottoms is good. I recommend that. All right. Uh, so, okay, we're, we're we're getting off topic. Uh, <laughs> and I got a child to get home to, so yeah. would you uh? It's my turn? Uh, oh, I think I have, like... Yeah, yeah, your turn, because I had books. All right. Um, Since that's just been on my... Uh, since it's been kind of like the running gag of Codex Prime of this year, mm-hmm. I couldn't come up with five, but I do have my top three Tubi movies. Oh, God. <laughs> At number three, mm-hmm. love thy neighbor <laughs> because it was so bad. It was it was just so much fun to roast. 
It was. It was more fun roasting than watching. I'll Correct. That. At number two, we had the Velocipaster. Wow, just number two. At number two, the Velocipaster. So bad that it's freaking amazing. Yeah. Why is his name Frankie Mermaid? Swimming in bitches. First of all, what's his full name? What's his real name? Franklin Vontavious Mermaid. Thank you. <laughs> and number one, I'm biased, but pray for the bear. Okay, that's the shot by a friend of mine, uh, Stanley Bois, Stanley Hot, Stanley Hot for Hot in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. And I have some, you know, I have some friends in that movie. Um, in that movie, so it was just fun to see him. In a, it was just fun to see them in a movie, and very good aerial, like aerial drone shots of, of Providence too. Like, oh, I bet. So yeah, I, I had to give him up. I had to give it up to him on that one. Okay, so pray for the bear, Rhode Island based Tubi movie. Yes, gotcha. Okay, okay. So, all right, um, all hit right. me. All right, so yeah, my top five uh, films of 2023 so far, because there's a, a couple couple more releases coming out uh, this week that I will check out. Um, I'll, you, you can see my full list on my Instagram next week sometime. Uh, top five movies of 2023. Number five is Oppenheimer. At five? Oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, I would at least give you, thought you would have given that one a three. It, it, it was close. It held 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 strong for a while, but it's still hold, holding strong. So mm-hmm. number five is Oppenheimer. Number four is Anatomy of a Fall. Uh, that's a great movie. Would have replaced that with Cocaine Bear. <laughs> no, nah. <laughs> uh, number three is Killers of the Flower Moon. Okay. Um, excellent acting. Uh, number two, Barbie. At two? Yes. I, I love the Barbie movie. I No, I get that, that but I'm like, yo... I, by December, December nineteenth, mm-hmm. something has took the number one spot. You know, I, I will say like uh, this is the tough. This has been the toughest top three I've had to had to face, had to put together ever. So, and I can make the case for any of these three films, but yeah, right now, Killers of the Flower Moon is at number three. Barbie's at number two, uh, and my number one film this year because I keep thinking about it all the time. Is past lives, an A twenty four romantic uh, uh, drama. Um, Gre- when did that come out? It start, came out in June, um, and it's out on Blu ray. Wasn't Barbie around that same time? It came. Barbie came out in July, with Oppenheimer. Yeah, July because I started. Yeah. Okay, and that's how I watched it. While I watched it at work. Yeah. But damn, like I. You was holding the Barbie was holding the crown for the most entire for most of this year. I'm really surprised it got bumped. Yeah, like I it was it was hard. It was hard. Uh, it was hard for me because like between past lives, which is current my, currently my number one, Barbie and Killers of the Flower Moon, I had a hard time really thinking what's gonna be take that number one spot. Do you think it will change by the time you put out your Instagram post? Based on the the last two three films I'm waiting to see this year, uh, this this weekend remains to be seen. We'll I don't see. think Iron Cloud's gonna make top ten. We'll see. Yeah. I can't give it a five. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I really don't go. I don't really don't give a lot of which like, is yeah, which is shocking. Things. But I think, and I think I've mentioned this to you before uh, the other night. I think what it is was whoever was reviewing reviewing the Iron Claw. Looked at still, they looked at it as a wrestling movie. Yeah, but it's not a wrestling movie. Right. The Iron Claw is a, it's a family film. Mm-hmm. 
that centers around you know the tragedy but it's a family movie it's just wrestling just is just a backdrop yeah exactly yep yeah and, that, and that's the way to engage, engage with that movie yeah yep okay yeah. um I'm gonna go with uh, alright I'm gonna move up the ladder here my top five matches ooh okay alright number five the men's war games of this year mm, okay yeah that's a solid one it saw the return of Randy Orton yeah uh, number four, Gunta versus Chad Gable on Raw. Mm-hmm. That was a solid contest. That was. Master Gable. Number three, Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest at Backlash. Oh, yeah. Excellent, man. You, you couldn't deny that. You could not deny that crowd reaction and engagement. Yeah. You couldn't. And the story that they told in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Puerto Rico crowd was hot. Yeah. One of the best crowds I've seen all year. Yeah. Number two, Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay at Forbidden Door. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And at number one, Swerve Strickland versus Hangman Page at Full Gear. Ooh, that's, that's a solid one. I've heard a lot of nothing but great things about that match. Um, Okay. Yeah, not mad at it. That's that's a solid list right there. Um, let's see. I got my uh, my top five wrestling matches of 2023 as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, at number five, uh, Carmelo Hayes versus Ilya Dragunov for the NXT Championship at the Great American Bash. Um, awesome contest. NXT as a product has stepped up. They really have. It, it's not. It's not going to be the NXT of, gold, you know, the, the black, black and gold, gold era. Yeah, it, it was it was a time. It was just a moment in time. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I like the I like the I like the balance that they've struck with the current NXT. Yeah, yeah. And Shawn Michaels is doing great work there. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's my number five. Uh, number four is the WWE Men's Royal Rumble match. Um, really enjoyed that, especially for Gunter's showing. Um, that man is mean. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what Cody was. He's like, what do you think of Gunther? He's like, that man is mean. Yeah. Gunter, longest reigning intercontinental champion ever. Um, hopefully, we'll see him in the world title picture soon. Uh, number three, uh, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania 39. Really? Yeah, I, that, they, they have they have excellent in ring chemistry. Like they've never had like a bad match together. Okay. And I'm glad that Rhea Ripley uh, finally got a, a big win over Charlotte at the biggest stage. Yeah. Um, my number two is Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest at Backlash. Yep. Easily the best celebrity. Uh, match I've ever seen and my number one is uh, Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega at uh, Forbidden Door that was an excellent banger yes we're not WWE biased yep exactly yep alright <laughs> alright my next up top five video games alright alright number five WrestleQuest <laughs> big shout outs to Patrick Hickey Jr. It, it was just hilarious just to listen to his voice and listen to him do the voices. And I'm like, yo, man, this dude is freaking hilarious. <laughs> and and it's a friend of mine. So I was like, yeah, you kind of had to laugh at that. Oh, yeah. Number four, even though I rage quit, the Resident Evil 4 remake. How far did you get in that? I was game? still in the fifth, first 10 minutes of the game. <laughs> How can it even make your list then? That's because I, first of all, the game was beautiful. And then second of all, I just... 
didn't really buy that many new games. Go ahead and finish the game. Put the game on assisted mode if you have to. Finish the game. <laughs> finish the story, Carl. Finish <laughs> right, the story. I ain't got my Infinity Weapon sessions. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, moving on. Number three, Street Fighter Six. Mm. Even though it won get fighting game of the year, I st- still don't think it should have. Mm. But it was still solid. Yep. Number two, Mortal Kombat 1. Mm. Everything I love about Mortal Kombat and a solid story with the not Kari Haruyuki to mm. Tagawa. Oh, yeah. Shang Tsung. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, at number one. Spider-Man 2. Oh, it's glorious. I love that game so much. Yeah, 100%ed it. I did too. Yeah, I, man. I can't wait for the I, DLC. I, listen, you know how many times during my... I only played it once because I'm saving it for my 4 in February. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many times I used fast travel? <laughs> None. Twice. Oh, twice. Okay. But you don't want to do it. No, no. Just going through New York City to Queens to Brooklyn. Whoop! Um, you like, and then the story. Yep. The characters. Because just when you thought Craven was a motherfucker, oh my God, here comes Venom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then that first moment when you first hear Tony Todd's Venom. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just there, and then once you just hear his voice, you're like, it's coming. Mm-hmm. Like, you legit get excited. There was, ch- like, some of the vi- you know the villains were challenging. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, same schematic, you know, same mechanics. Mm-hmm. Because if it ain't broke, don't try to fix it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And uh, and even just like traveling through the games with the spider wings. The side story. So the amazing. side quests. Yeah. Howard. Oh, yeah, that hit me in the feels, too. Yeah, I was like, damn, man, they killed off Howard. Mm. Yeah. And even the uh, uh, creative new approaches to some familiar characters. Exactly. I was like, okay. You know what? You think Insomniac and... Damn it. I hope Insomniac bounces back after this BS that they went to. Yeah, they will. And and, and F F the leaker. Yeah. Yeah. But imagine if Insomniac... Did a Spider Verse game, Ooh. and yeah, we, we have a gl- you have a glimpse of what that might look like. We did, yeah. I'm like, I'm all in, and it looked just like the movie. Yep, same animation style and all. I'm like, yo, if they do it, I'm it's a wrap. Yeah, but yeah, those are my top five. Okay, yeah. So yeah, my top five uh, video games. Uh, my number one is also Spider-Man 2, by the way. That's my favorite game of 2023. Um, so, like, my, my other four games include uh, RoboCop, Rogue City. Did you beat it? I did. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun game. I wish there was a new game plus mode, but if you're a fan of RoboCop, uh, like the first two movies, um, the, Ro- Rogue City is definitely, like, a, a, a solid, like, number three. 
Um, number four is Resident Evil 4 Remake. Excellent. It's outstanding. Uh, 10 out of 10. Uh, number three, uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, um, which I still need to finish. <laughs> and uh, and, and at, at my number two, which I'm currently playing through, is Alan Wake 2. And rest in peace, James McCaffrey. Yeah, I saw that, man. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, fuck cancer. Yeah. Yeah, the voice of Max Payne. And my final list. Top five Codex guests. Okay. Number five, Steve Conjay. Ah, uh, yeah. That um, was some good, yo, just the way he was like, like he just get probably one of the most motivating episodes I have like been a part of. Yeah. With just a simple message. Mm-hmm. If you got an idea, just... Fuck it and do it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, just do that shit because you never know. Mm-hmm. The rich, the rich, the richest place in the world mm. is a graveyard. Yeah, because that's where so many ideas went to go and die. Yeah, this, oof, that's real. That hit. Woo. Mm. Number four, Sean Cologne. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great conversation. Very happy to have him on the show. Do you think the podcast market is oversaturated? Does a library have too many books? Oh, there you go. Yeah. I think that was that was precisely what I needed to hear at the time. I was like, this man's spitting right now. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number three. From AMC's comic book man, Mike Zapsit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was so much fun talking to him. Like, not even just about the show and about the stash, but just about, like, his his personal takes on, like, so many things in the world of comic books and media and stuff. It was, And at the same time, I didn't think I, I never would have thought in... A million years that I would have had one of the comic book men on the show. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I know that was a huge, huge win, uh, huge win for you and and for our show. Yeah. So, number two, very close, Sheldon Goldberg. Yeah, that was a very enlightening conversation. That was great. You know, I like to, I, I would like to have him and uh, David Morales on the show together. That'd be kind of cool. Absolutely, I would love to make that connection. Yeah, like a nice New England wrestling connection on the Codex Prime. Yeah, I can set it up. Yeah, yeah, make it so. All right. <laughs> and number one, someone who actually became who became a very good friend of mine, mm-hmm. Lloyd Anawai. Ah, uh, yeah, made you an honorary oos. I, I am. That's yeah. how he addresses me. Yeet. Yeet. <laughs> it's back now. No yeet. <laughs> yeet. I mean, over the circumstances that how we met, and then he wind up being on the show, and then the friendship that just blossomed from that, mm-hmm. and not to mention just the plethora of information that we got yeah. from him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he was just and he was just so down to earth. He wants to get down on one of our hip hop conversations. 
Oh, okay. Is it hip hop head? Oh, absolutely. Nice. Okay. You can make that happen. Yeah, I talked to him. We recently, because for some reason, Yokozuna was on my mind. Mm. So I watched his uh, episode of Icons. Okay. And he was in it. Yep. So yeah, and I just, you know, asked, you know, asked him a couple of questions. One thing I wanted to ask him too, because he said that Yokozuna used to write rhymes. Really? Yokozuna. So I'm like, yo, was he any good? (laughs) That's what I want to know. Hey, I mean, I mean, shoot. If, uh, who knows? Perhaps in a different lifetime, Yokozuna and Macho Man maybe collaborated on that. Don't don't do that. (laughs) Dropping bars, yeah. So, there you go. My top five. Cool. She says okay. y'all should have her on the show next year. Down, down. Yeah, absolutely, Aaron. And uh, and I'll, I'll also add to for our favorite Codex guests as well this year. Uh, definitely uh, Lauren Walker as well. Oh, uh, Lauren! Ra- Shout outs to Lauren. That yeah. is a sweetheart. Yep, from Rhode Island Public Libraries, and uh, of course Chris Revel and Nate Peavy as well. That was fun. Yep, and of course uh, Roberto Gonzalez as well. Um, all, all 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 wonderful guests. Um, let's see. Uh, and, and to answer uh, a, uh, Aaron's uh, uh, comment here, who's your top five movie slash TV head coaches? Ooh. Um, off the top of my head, uh, I'm trying to think of a fifth one, but I have four in mind. I have, uh, of course, Mickey from the Rocky movies. You know, yeah. uh, I'll make you eat lightning and crap thunder rock. Two hours. I missed by two hours. Oh yeah, I missed the one by two hours. Yeah, man, sly. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Mickey is at my, my, my number one. Al Pacino from Any Given Sunday, uh, number two. Okay. Um, even though I don't watch, uh, what's that sport? Foosball. Stop. It's uh, it, Any Given Sunday is a good movie, even though I don't watch the sports ball, whatever it's called. Um, yeah. Let's see, uh, Denzel Washington. Uh, remember the Titans? Herman Boone. Yep. Herman Boone, and of course, uh, Coach Bombay from the Mighty Ducks. Minnesota Miracle Man. Oh, yeah. Y- y- you got to give it up to Bombay. And the fifth one, um, got to think about that. I would say Coach Carter because of Samuel L. Jackson because I like Sam Jackson, but I never, I've never seen Coach Carter. You've never seen Coach Carter? No, nah, have not seen it. You would appreciate uh, As somebody who's big on ap- a- academics, you love Coach Carter. Okay. You would, like, you would like it. All right, I'll, 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 put, I'll put him on there. As yeah, I think that's, yeah. Coach Carter, that's got to be on like Paramount, I believe. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Coach. Carter. Oh, it's on Pluto. Okay. Yeah, Pluto for free and BT Plus. Hmm. Nice. Um. Okay, my coaches. At number five, I will choose Nate Scarborough from the uh, Longest Yard. Uh, number four, Craig T. Nelson from the show Coach. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that show. <laughs> I never watched an episode. episode. Me neither. <laughs> I just remember it being on. Uh, number three, I would choose Gene Hackman from The Replacements. Mm-hmm. Okay. With you know the movie with Keanu Reeves. Okay, yep. Uh, number two, Coach Ken Carter. Mm-hmm. And number one, Herman Boone. Okay. Yeah. Solid list. 
solid list. Uh, okay. Um, let me see. Uh, I'm trying to think of another top five I had. Well, more so like a top three. Um, uh, along along with the positives, we got to have at least one one somewhat negative one. But we can have fun with this though. Uh-oh. Top three all time Hall of Fame fumble the bag moments of 2023. Okay, at number three, um, and, and this is kind of an asterisk, and and it kind of goes both ways. The whole CM Punk AEW debacle. Um, CM Punk eh. fum- technically fumbling the bag because he had his own show, you know, Collision, and it was built around him. But then, you know, the whole drama that went down, you know, Tony Khan didn't handle it well himself. Now CM Punk's back in WWE, so he's technically got the bag back. So th- that's why there's an asterisk there. So right now, AEW is more so a back home on their part. Um, my number two fumble the bag moment of 2023, NWA. Because they had a TV deal with CW, but but they had that booger sugar, booger sugar. They sniffed it away. away. They sniffed it away. They sniffed away their their TV deal with CW, and now, from what I understand, the only way you can watch NWA content is by downloading the CW app. I don't know anybody who has a CW app, so they might as well have just stayed on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, and the number one, uh, the number one. This is heartbreaking, actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. The number one Hall of Fame, all Hall of Fame headlining bag fumbler of 2023 goes to Jonathan, Jonathan Majors. Majors. Oh, Jonathan Majors. And you for fumbling the Marvel Cinematic Universe bag. Exactly. A whole universe. A major Avengers movie. Yes. Actually, two. If you count Kang Dynasty and Secret Secret Wars. Wars And just... But somebody... You know, know, social media reacts quick. Yeah. Somebody thought of a a very suitable replacement. Terrence Howard. Sorry, man. It's Kang, man. Dude, John Boyega. Ooh, John Boyega as Kang. They don't look. I mean, they favor. Mm-hmm. He's just as good of an actor. Yeah, yeah, and he has experience with Disney through the Star Wars movies. That they, 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 not all could be lost. Hey, you know, um, they they could go def- definitely with John Boyega. And all they have to say is, remember, if you think I'm evil, just wait until you see my variants. Hey, like I said, I just hope. I hope. Listen, Michael Vick can get his life together. Hey, maybe he could too. So I I wish I hope I do hope Jonathan Majors bounces back because. The Lovecraft Country, not even just the Marvel stuff. Lovecraft Country, mm-hmm. Creed Three, yeah. yeah. Um, there was one other movie that you reviewed. Oh, the the last black band in San Francisco. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, Jonathan Majors, he he was a hell of a talent. He was on the rise, 
but you know, um, he's young too. Yeah, he's a young man, but you know, was, all he had to do was you know, leave white girls alone. Well, not not be abusive, keep his hands to himself. But apparently, that's really hard for some men, and you know, thirty four and. Much as it sucks, hey, he's he's got to be held accountable. He was yeah. found he was found guilty, so MCU dropped him, and uh, yeah, he's he's you know, he's got to pay the price. But yeah, um, I, but but yeah, I will say like it's a massive the the biggest bag fumble of all time. The, the man had gener- literal generational wealth in his hands. Yeah, and he pissed it away because he just couldn't keep oh, his hands. The harder they fall. Yeah, harder they fall, yeah. The man just couldn't keep his hands to himself. Yeah, the harder they fall. Oh, yeah. shit. How about that? <laughs> but um, <laughs> <laughs> look, looking in the comments here, uh, AK says, in, in reference to Jonathan Majors, he says, uh, Umar Johnson is so hurt right now. <laughs> yes. um, uh, Stubert says, Damson Idris for Kang. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield could also replace him, too. I like Lakeith, but I would... You know who I would cast Lakeith as? Who? Brother Voodoo. Who is Brother Voodoo? Brother Voodoo, um, he's more of a Doctor Strange villain, but mm. then he's also had like bouts with like Black Panther too. Okay. Um, you know, I, I will say uh, Marvel should just go all out and decide to replace Kang. Okay, nice. Yeah, he could play definitely play that role. Yeah, there. absolutely. Um, I'll say Marvel should just go all out and just uh. Rehire Robert Downey Jr. so we can play Kirk Lazarus as Kang the Conqueror. He's a dude playing the dude. dude disguised as another, another dude. dude. <laughs> hey, what do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? <laughs> yo, I did see a meme. This, this is pretty old, but they said, yo, if Tony, if if Tony Stark was black, mm-hmm. who would you want to play him? Mm. You want to know what the answer was? Was it Robert Downey? Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> they showed a picture of Kirk Lazarus. Hey. His mom didn't want him to do that role, by the way. Oh, I bet. She's like, you could see. it was in an interview. I think it was like on Joe Rogan's podcast. And he was like, yeah. He was talking about it. He was like, his mom was like, yo, listen, I don't know if you want. <laughs> yeah. But nah, it's. And I know people try to attack it. Well, Robert Downey Jr. did blackface. I'm like, but he was portraying a method actor who would go that far. Yeah, yeah, that was the whole joke. Yeah, it was the joke. (laughs) Yeah, but but yeah, uh, but yeah, man, MCU man, they're you know, if they still want to stick with King, they can just recast and find somebody else. I mean, I say they just 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 you know. Give Terrence Howard just give him another opportunity. Let, let let Terrence Howard get his Marvel proper Marvel bag, because I know I know I, I I will say like Terrence Howard is probably thankful that he's no he's no longer considered the number one Marvel bag fumbler because you know he got replaced by Don Cheadle, so yeah. you know you know, you can have fun with Terrence Howard. You know maybe bring back like a Lucius Lion version of variant of Kang or you know somebody you know he can have like a random guitar for no reason something first of all when he put it on his freaking shoulder and just played it that was impressive yeah that was and uh the best man one i think it was the best man one yeah yeah oh shit why not bring tay diggs as kang the conqueror i don't i wouldn't mind that he's too soft 
Like he's Jack, but he's too soft. Come on now, you see Malibu's Most Wanted. I've never seen Malibu's Most Wanted. Oh, he was like, I see that's the type of thing. Edward Norton has K. <laughs> oh my, yo, Edward Norton has K. Originally, <laughs> I mean, hey, uh, yeah, you could. Oh, hey, maybe Robert Pattinson. I would cast him as something else. He has someone else, but uh, I would cast him as someone else. Man, I can't picture. You know what it is? Because I can't picture. I don't think I've ever seen Robin Pattinson in a like comedic role. But I would have picked chosen him for Johnny Storm. Either J- him or Alex Pettifer. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. No, no, those are that's an interesting choice right there. Uh, but yeah, um, MCU. Uh, hopefully, if they stick with Kang, they can recast. If not, then they would have to like introduce a whole new villain which i hope they don't do or actually maybe i mean we all want we do want to see doom but it's like but if you're gonna do doom then fantastic four has to come in yeah he, the, he's a primary he's primarily a fantastic four character so you gotta you gotta put him in you gotta introduce fantastic four first yeah you have to like fast track fantastic four and whatnot or you can bring in like Magneto, but then you have to fast track the X Men. X Men, yeah. And I think that's gonna be like the next saga. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's gonna be the whole. It's just gonna be the mutant saga. So. Yeah. But yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. Yeah. Top three bag fumbles of the year. So. Uh, but I will always say LOL NWA <laughs> because that's the new wrestling hashtag. Uh, they could pivot to Galactus. Eh, which I wouldn't be too excited about because that's another universe killer or killer villain. Yeah, but I mean, they already Thanos. did like, they, well, he's a sense. He's a uh, why can't I freaking think of this word? Celestial. So yeah. like they are, and they already introduced him. So oh yeah, they can like bring back. They can try to make the Eternals work again. And they're still in limbo right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll see how Marvel, uh, Disney Marvel bounces back from this setback, major setback, yeah. no pun intended. Um, but uh, but yeah, intended. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those are some of our top fives of twenty twenty three. Yeah, unless you got unless you got something else before we wrap up. Please don't go. Song of the year. I got beans and bologna. <laughs> All I hear. <laughs> Oh my god, that 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 was hilarious. It was like sung to contagious. Yeah, <laughs> man. But uh, yeah, uh, I would put that over Melly Mel. Oh my god! Wait, I almost forgot. Yo, miscellaneous top fives of the year. I, 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 unexpected top five surprises. I gotta put Melly Mel on there. Listen, uh, listen. The fact that this hip hop legend dropped the most vicious and memorable diss track. In hip hop of 2023, I, 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 I fact that it was a thing. Listen, that was look, a thing. I mean, he tried to come at Eminem's throne, and Eminem just ignored him. But uh, as he, as well, he should. Yeah. But listen, why you hurt and why you mad? Why you look bad? Like a roach just crawled out of your book bag. <laughs> Damn. Rah. Rah. <laughs> Oh my God, sixty-something-year-old Millie Mel dropping diss tracks—it's amazing. I'm telling you, belly <laughs> beans and bologna top that. <laughs> hey, I won't argue that. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that wraps up our top fives of 2023. Uh, let us know uh, what your top fives are uh, as well. Um, as since since uh, next week is Christmas, uh, and then the following week is uh, New Year's. Um, I think we'll take our uh, customary uh, two week break. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, we'll take our customary uh, two week break. Uh, so uh, no new episode uh, for uh, the next couple of weeks because uh, we're gonna take Christmas. And New Year's and New Year's off, so we will be back with a brand new episode, episode three fifty one, on Tuesday, January 9th. So check us out there. Um, yeah, Carla. Uh, in the meantime, uh, anything else you got for the good people? Well, I will be spinning this Friday. All right. Um. Holy shit! I didn't even see it. Give me one. Spinning them records. Uh, I will be doing so. All the line dancing songs you can muster. (laughs) (laughs) This will not be a scenario where I be uh, spinning line dancing songs, but I will be at Osho uh, Sushi Bar and Grill on uh, this Friday, um, December 22nd. Which is located at 1525 Smith Street in Providence over in the uh, UFIT Plaza. So I'll be spinning there for the night. And then uh, you can check out, you can go on my Mixcloud and make sure you check out the uh, Mass Fleet uh, Interstate Compact I-95 mixtape featuring myself, DJ Soundscape from Rhode Island Fleet DJs, uh, DJ P Money, our regional state manager, our regional manager from New York, and then Riz Boogie and uh, DJ Chaos uh, representing Massachusetts. So yeah, definitely check that out. It's on my Mixcloud, and I believe I did post it on the uh, on the Codex page. I'll make sure I post that again and share those links. And also on. January 5th, I will be uh, spinning for DJ Big Show's birthday bash at the local, which is uh, located at 478 Waterman Ave in East Providence. The bridge is clear, so you'll be able to get, you know, (laughs) go through. Nice. Well, at least two lanes. Yeah. Better than nothing. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I'll be there January 5th as well. So, uh, yeah, that's what I got going on. Nice. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Come through. Come one. Come all. And uh, as for me, um, yeah, got my upcoming podcasting project, Do the Film Thing, uh, which will uh, debut uh, next year. Yes, right. That's right. Put your pinkies up in the air. Uh, Sunday, January 7th, 2024. I'll be dropping my first episode uh, of my of my new podcast, Do the Film Thing. Um, uh, more details in in the in the coming uh, days and weeks ahead. Um, I'm I'm very excited about it. I hope y'all y'all will get to enjoy it too. Um, also, uh, SoundCloud. Uh, we're all, we're all we're all over SoundCloud. If you want to catch the Codex Prime podcast, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio. Uh, just Google us. Uh, you can find us anywhere. Uh, we're also on Facebook Live every Tuesday around eight ish p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, yeah, you can also email us email us at codexprimepodcast at gmail.com and see us on Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast. And there we go. Yeah. So yeah, that uh, that wraps it up for uh, for this for this week and this year, 2023. 
Um, what yeah. a year for Codex. Yes, it has. It has been quite the tremendous year for our show. And uh, yeah, between some awesome guests and some wonderful opportunities uh, that came our way. Uh, you know, we just want to say once again, thank thank all of you uh, for watching our show. Just, uh, you know, you know, nerding out with us every week, uh, whether it's on Facebook Live in the comments or on uh, or, or on uh audio any uh, podcasting platform of your choice we thank y'all for your support for your encouragement just engaging with us on social media you know yep. just oh yeah we appreciate it yeah deeply do yep absolutely we absolutely appreciate it uh and uh yeah just just tune in next year uh we'll we'll be back with a whole new episodes uh tuesday january 9th uh, right now we're gonna take the the two two week break for the for the holidays. So, you know, Codex Prime, you know, we wish you uh, you know, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, uh, have fun, have a safe, wonderful uh holiday season. Um, get those presents, um, eat, drink, be merry, uh, watch more A twenty four films. It's gonna be great. At least one. All right, Claw. <laughs> if you watch one watch pose afraid uh <laughs> but uh but yeah uh that's that's all we got that's all we got this uh this episode but once again thank y'all for watching thank you for listening as always we'll catch you on the flip peace out nerds later